Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are in tune to Cowboys Global Cast. And of course, you got your usual suspects here with myself and Tom Tom at um, definitely uh, Fans, for, Fans First Sports Network. Um, we are DC4L. Tom Tom, how you doing today, man? Man, doing good. And for the same reason I was doing good last week, we had another soccer game tonight. And my little dudes, they... Uh... They played. They played well again. It's starting to go to their heads, to be honest. Like <laughs> we got, like I think we got three on the board in the first half, and one of the kids they're 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 running back to their side, and he looks at me, throws up three, and then zero. He's like three zero, and I'm like, all right, man, like, y'all need to y'all getting a little arrogant. We're gonna get smashed pretty soon. And y'all gonna get humbled. Yeah, well, you know, pride does come before a fall. Pride, That's right. Pride That's does right. Come before a fall. I'm gonna tell yeah. you, man. I'm I'm excited. Like I. I as we get into this team, bro, like I'm tripping. I'm I'm like super ecstatic about um what I see from this team. Like the team that we're assembling, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm I'm like losing my mind. Um and the more and more I see it take form and the more and more I see it take shape, I'm really like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this could really happen. Oh my gosh, this could really happen." Um, so, but today, man, we're going to talk about wide receivers and tight ends. My, this is my passion on this squad, uh, only because of the simple fact that it was a weakness last year. You agree? Yeah. So like the two, the groups sort of combined into a unit, like thinking about them as being, as being one unit. Uh, yeah, I would say the tight ends weren't super weak, but the wide receivers were incredibly weak. And so throw them together yeah that's that's a that's a weak group last last season i agree with that total weak group so i mean the reason why i say that is dakota had nobody to throw the ball to if it wasn't cd lamb if it, if it wasn't i mean if it wasn't uh um uh he yeah dalton, dalton yeah, yeah i mean like he he was he, he he was able to get it he's he does his thing right you know his little eight yard turnaround and I'm not trying to downplay the, the value and do, the value of, you know, being able to do that because situationally it's incredibly valuable. And, um, you know, he got his targets in the red zone and I think he had, you know, five, six, seven touchdowns, something like that. So, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to somehow replace that. Um, and I'm sure we're going to get in, I'm sure we're going to get into that, but Dalton, he's, he was, he's a decent little tight end. He's a decent little tight end, but yeah, I mean, in the, in the receiver group, it was pretty much CD and then a bunch of guys that we were trying to talk ourselves into, you know, being great. 
Yeah, talk, we were trying to make a. We were trying to do magic tricks woo-hoo, to make yeah. to make them receivers, <laughs> and they weren't. Yeah. They, they weren't receivers. But you know, nope. so let's but let's talk about who we got on the roster right now. Let's let's go ahead yeah. and let's look at our current roster um, and our depth chart. The depth chart and what we have here was well, something that surprised me too. I forgot. Um, I didn't even kind of put this out here, but um, we got Michael Gallup at left wide receiver. Um, and Simifioko backing him up. Right wide receiver, we have Brandon Cooks, and we have Jalen Tolbert backing him up. Um, slot, we have CeeDee Lamb, and we have uh, Kevante Turpin backing him up. Um, and then, you know, again, at the third slots at that, you know, because we three deep on each one, uh, we signed Antonio Callaway. I forgot about that. Um, that was a signing that kind of went under the the, the radar. Um, we signed him I, not too I long ago one, as a free agent. Um, I don't think I noticed that one at all. That's that's this offseason that we got him? That's this offseason, yep. See with the Browns? At one point he was. At one point You know, point when he, he came was. out of Florida, he was a top draft pick. You know, coming out of Florida, he was he was the man. He just yeah, it's a, it's, you know, it's a name. It's a name. Yeah, he got hurt. And then Dennis Houston at the right wide receiver. And Don Terrio Drummond. I remember you said, you know, uh, Dennis Houston was out there practicing with Dak, and you were like, it's like they're trying to audition for a prom date, you know? And, and Dak's the yeah, prom like, king, and they were out there like, please pick me, take me to the prom, take me to the prom. Yeah, it was like, it was like um, The Bachelor. Like The Bachelor. Yeah, they were like, they're the all wanting their for a rose. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about this group, man. So right now, I don't think we. I think this is why I feel like we're going to draft a wide receiver because we have too many unanswered questions. And I'm going to tell you my first unanswered question is Semi Fioco because he got on the field last year. He actually got on the field. I think he caught a couple balls, a um, couple yards, not meaning you can tell me the stats on that. Not, not, not much, much, much spin, but he got some spin. And Semi's a 4'3 guy. He's 6'4". 200 some odd pounds i mean literally i'm trying to figure out do we turn him into a tight end do do instead of drafting the tight end do we turn simi into a tight end or or do we run simi in the slot you know um other side of uh other side of cd um what do we do with simi like it's, I don't know, man. Simi was hurt. That's the that's the wild card for me. He did get on the field. He did catch some passes, but I can't say that he's gonna be this or that. I don't know. He's a wild card to me, man. Talk to me. How you feel about Simi Fioko? Um, I don't think they're gonna turn him into a tight end. I mean, he's just not. It seems like there's it seems like there's two schools of thought to me. Um, as it relates to, to, to tight ends in the NFL. And there's one that thinks that you need to be able to block to play the position and the other doesn't think you need to be able to. And, uh, I, I'm definitely in the former group. Um, you know, it, it seems like we get these guys, you know, that come in the league and we're like, oh man, you know, he's, he's six, five, 240 pounds and, um, you know, and can, can run like a wide receiver. And it's like, well, can he block? Well, if you can't block, I don't. Why are we calling him a tight end? Like, I don't. I just. <laughs> I don't understand. It's supposed to the the value of the value in the position is supposed to be the versatility, right? When they're on the field, 
you don't know what they're you don't know what they're gonna do i mean obviously right. like if they're lined up in the slot then they're getting ready to run a route or you know you know block a slot corner um but when they're in tight like you don't is are are we running the ball are we throwing the ball like you don't know it's just the, the the value in the position is to me inherently has to do with the versatility. And when you have some of these guys that we just kind of label tight ends and really they're just gigantic receivers who can't block. And I, is that, is that what we're hoping Simi can be? I just, I don't, I don't see it. Um, I mean, this is second year in the NFL last season. He was targeted four times. I mean, I just think he's an end of the... I don't think they're going to turn him into a tight end, and I think he's just kind of an end-of-the-bench guy. I mean, he's he's one of three or four probably e- e- examples in the wide receiver group of why we really need to improve the position group in this draft. Um, okay. That's, that's, you, that's my feelings about it. That's my I feelings. hear you. I, I, he, I don't know if my glass is half full with him. I, I just I honestly have to say... It is. I don't know what he can do. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who he can be. Is he more than just a guy? Is he more than just a guy on the end of the bench? Can he really contribute? I don't know. I, I got to see that. I got to see well, that. He's he's about to be 26 years old, and he's caught three catches in the NFL. So, <laughs> but he's been like, hurt. I, I don't I don't know for sure what he can and can't do, but it seems to be that the Cowboys don't think he can do much. I mean, I don't know. He, he's been hurt though, Tom. So you got to kind of give him that, right? You got to give him that. Yeah, his rookie um, season, his rookie season, he was hurt, and so I, I think that if Simi could develop into a solid number four receiver, then that is uh, that's a great outcome to me for Simi. Yeah. That's a great outcome to be a solid yeah. contributing, you know, fourth receiver. Uh, that would be that would, that would be great. That'd be great. I would absolutely take that, but I don't really see him turning into much more than that. And I honestly, I don't. I'm not sure he can even. I'm not sure he can even be that guy. But yeah, I agree. I, so, like I said, I'm, I'm with you. We're running neck and neck. Uh, and the other guy who I feel like's in the same position, Jalen Tolbert. I, you know, we we drafted him pretty high, so we were pretty high on him. And you know what? Yeah, Will McClay right. doesn't miss that much. I mean, Will McClay really does. He doesn't miss. Tristan Hill, Taco Charlton, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? He missed a, cu- missed a couple on those guys, but he hadn't really missed very much, man. I mean, honestly, he hadn't really missed. And so when they see somebody and they put their eyes on him and they say, this guy's a player, you know, I believe that they can contribute. And, and that's what I'm believing. I'm believing the best for Jalen Tober. But, you know, he wasn't hurt. He wasn't nothing. He just was inactive, bro. Like, he, he couldn't get on the field, and he couldn't beat Noah Brown out. That, you, I mean, bro, that's bad to me. I understand if if you the defense, the number system confused you. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, just I, I, I understand. Like, I get it. I understand. But now it's like, you know, it's time for you to, to, to suit up and show up at this point, man. I mean, one of you guys, Simi. Or Jalen ain't gonna make it through training camp. I, I can almost promise you that. One of these guys is not gonna, or, or they're going back down to the practice team, and and that's where they're gonna stay. What do you yeah. think about? That? Yeah. So Jalen is interest is is interesting because I would say for any third round draft pick, 
to basically not see the field at all and for there to be multiple games where they were just totally inact where they were just inactive um and not suited up that is a failed rookie season that is it's a terrible sign it's not a death nail on their career but that's a really 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 bad sign um for again for any third round for any third round pickers who's a wide receiver um for that to happen on last year's team makes it even worse because they i mean we've said this again we've we've just beat this into the ground they had one receiver getting open right we were we were you know calling guys you know that were on the couch the entire season you know in in ty you know to come and catch balls for us and jalen still still couldn't get on the field and i don't know i haven't seen anything about him being uncoachable or being an attitude thing no i haven't seen anything like that so i don't think there's any reason to suspect that there's any that there's anything going on there um but I don't have I do I do not have the answers other than he looked good on tape in college. They got him into camp, and we're just like this guy can't play. Um, I I wish that I had a different explanation than that, um, but I I don't. That was that was a bad wide receiver room. He was a third round pick, and he couldn't even get on the field. He he wasn't. They didn't see enough in him last season to just say what the heck, throw him out there, and let's see what he can do. Does that make sense? Things are bad yeah, no, right now. Might absolutely. as well just throw him out there. Somebody was like, "No, it's not even worse. It's not even worth throwing him out there because they just didn't. They just didn't do it." Now, I'm not. I don't think he's going to get. I, I don't think he's going to get cut. Although it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. But I don't think he's going to get cut because he was a third round talent. I don't think that he, you know, the, he's he has to have some tools. He has to have some tools. Um, so I, I I would be surprised if they cut cut bait but in training camp year two. Somebody has to. Let's let's think. Of, we draft. So let's play this out. We draft a wide receiver. Cavante Turpin is our return man, right? So he's yep. not going anywhere. That's our return. He's not going yep. anywhere. So yep. uh, Antonio Callaway, he was just a pickup for you know. Loose change. We we found yeah. some loose change in our pocket. It was like, here you go. Yep. All right, cool. I play for that. You know, um, so he might go, but and then Dennis Houston, who happens to be Dak's guy, his friend, his it, he he likes him. He he believes in, in Dennis. They kept Dennis last year after they cut him, they brought him back, right? So, yeah. you know, I one that's why it just leads me to believe that one of these two guys. Is the odd man out? You know what I'm saying, and it could easily end up being Simi. It could easily end up being Simi because of his injury proneness. He's been injury prone, and that could really do him. But it could easily end up being, you know, Jalen. It can easily end up being Jalen Tobert, man. Yeah, so I see it coming more down to Dennis Houston and Simi than I do Jalen Tobert, and that doesn't have anything to do with. Anything that I saw on tape with these guys in college, you know, it would have to be college. We don't, we don't really have any tape on them, you know, in the pros. But <laughs> it just has to do with, you see over and over again, you see teams get attached to guys who they have spent draft capital on, right? It's like, if it, even if, 
even if Dak has more of a connection with Simi and Dennis Houston, even if, you know, the coaches think that, you know, those guys are better. If you've got, you know, Will McClay and Jerry and whoever the guys were that scouted Tolbert and said, this is the guy we take, you know, in the third round. I'm not saying all of them are going to insist that we don't cut Jalen, but it's just they're invested, right? They're personally invested. That's not a good look for a scout, you know, a de facto GM, which is basically like, you know, what Will McClay is an assistant GM, like whatever you want to call him. He's making a lot of the decisions. Like, I, I do trust those guys to, for the most part, put their ego aside and do what's best for the team, but it's just natural, right? The more you've personally invested into a player, the more you want to see that player succeed and the less acceptable it is to you to, 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 to cut bait early on in their career. And so I just, I think things would have to be, I think there would just have to be just absolutely zero hope for Jalen Tolbert for him to, for him to get cut. Or, you know, this is Mike McCarthy pounding on the desk saying this guy can't play, you know, and Simi and Dennis Houston can play. But, and I know that this is like a, a part of like the bigger point that you're making. And that's that we are going to draft a wide receiver in this draft. And like, we might draft two. That could happen. I don't think we're going to draft two with our first, I don't think we're going to draft two with our first three or four picks, but I could see us getting one, you know, in the first three rounds and adding another one in the fifth or the sixth or something like that. And like, you're not drafting a, a receiver in the fifth or sixth round even and just you're not drafting a wide receiver in the fifth round and being like you know it doesn't work out we'll just cut him in camp no you're not cutting a receiver that you draft in the fifth round like you're giving him a season like he might not make the 53 or you know the 46 every week but he'll but stay on the practice team he'll stay you on know? the practice squad yeah it's just like vasher we kept vasher on the practice squad for two years you know what I'm yeah, so Jalen Tolbert, he's gonna. I think he's gonna stick around. Like I said, it wouldn't completely shock me, but I think he's gonna stick around uh, for another year. And they don't have. I mean, Simi was. They spent a fifth rounder on him two years ago. Um, so we're a year further removed. Um, you know, it's not the same. You know, cost in terms of draft capital. Dennis Houston was undrafted. I think it's a lot easier to cut bait with one of those guys than it is, you know, Jalen Tolbert. So I think Simi and Dennis Houston are for sure on the chopping block. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, someone was saying, uh, on because I did a piece, Cut Creator, and someone was saying that they were looking at Kevontae Turpin, and Kevontae Turpin could be cut, but I was like, no way. We cut bait with him because he's our return guy. We don't have anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're, we're not going to put anybody else back to return kicks. He's the one. You know what I'm saying? So, cutting him, I don't think, you know, I mean, there's people that, that you know, <laughs> there's people on the chopping block. But I don't think Kevontae Turpin's that guy. Not at all. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree. T to me, it's like if it comes down to Turpin or Simi or Dennis Houston, it's like you gotta, you know, you gotta cut two of the, you gotta cut two of those guys and keep one. To me, I'm keeping Turpin because he's he's contributing something on the field right now. And like these other guys, while maybe there's somebody who sees something in them and thinks they could maybe one day be a fourth receiver on this team or something like that. Like we're, we're trying to win now. And like Turpin is actually contributing right now. So, I mean, he's one of the better return men in the NFL. So I'm absolutely, well, absolutely excited. made the pro bowl last year. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, he's incredible. And I know that the impact of the return guy is limited, you know, that it's not whatever Tur Turpin. He's, he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, I agree. So, um, as we're looking and we're going into the draft, I do believe we're going to drop a draft a wide receiver, whether it be 
yeah you know hometown guy quentin johnson now you do know about dallas days though right dallas days no you know about the dallas days right i don't think so okay so the dallas days are the days where players who aren't officially a part Ah, of the 30-man visit roster you know what i'm saying but who are from dallas get an opportunity to come to the star right yeah and quinn johnson was actually part of our our original 30. um you know uh and and he was in we had him in jsn was in today of course uh you know we we had him at the star and we we you know had an opportunity to 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 talk it over and and chop it up with jsn that's jackson smith and duke by the way um you know he's a rockwell kid um and the linebacker uh oh what's what's my guy's name uh, from arkansas um, Drew drew sanders drew sanders he graduated from denton high school and he's a dallas guy he actually came in and bajan has actually been, been to the campus um and we'll talk about that a little bit later um bajan has been there just chilling at the start um so dallas days you have a lot of people and a lot of them have been seven round picks but there was a couple of receivers that were in and it was just you know kind of like hmm so what tom is saying doesn't surprise me we may end up getting a receiver in the sixth or seventh round that that just may happen they may draft two receivers like a cedric tillman and get down and, and draft uh the kid from west virginia that, that literally could happen literally could happen you could end up seeing that happen and i'm gonna tell you um that really for me concludes the wide receivers now everyone keeps talking about us drafting a tight end um Kincaid from Utah I think his back was hurt and I don't like him I mean even though he is fast he gets up the scene I don't like him um let's talk about the two guys that are there I really like Fergie Uh, I like Jake Ferguson I I like Hendershot you know what I'm saying I think Hendershot's the faster of the two he gets busy in the scene you know he scored a couple touchdowns this year and so did Jake Ferguson um we we looked at the stats earlier and they were super productive man these guys when they were in the game made catches Hendershot dropped one pass right you know what I'm saying Hendershot dropped one pass Fergie none every time he was targeted you know for the most part if if, I think he missed maybe three or four balls but it wasn't a drop you know yeah, saying? the quarterback, the Dax quarterback rating when he targeted those guys was really high. I know that was something you were pointing out the other day, and yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty, yeah, pretty so, shocking just how efficient they were when they were targeting those guys. So talk to me, man. I mean, why is it that the people are acting? Maybe they just don't watch the Cowboys. Is that what that is? That what that is? They don't watch us. I don't know. It seems like every year there's you know a tight end or two that's just so exciting, and I, I don't. I don't know, man. I think that I think people just get overly excited about the measurables of some of these tight ends. Um, they're just really impressive to look at. Um, you know, it's the sort of the the Kyle Pitts, you know, types. I just don't know how you could ever talk yourself into spending. You know, what did, did Kyle Pitts? He went, did he go top ten a couple years ago? He did. It's just I don't know. I. And the, we there are a couple he was of flashy uh, though, bro. Like he's so flashy. I mean, it's just like some of these guys, they look incredible in pads, right? Like you see him put the pads on, and it's like, 
I don't know what position he plays, but get him on my football team, right? I mean, that's what some of these guys, like they just have that look and they look great in pads and they're fast and they're tall and they're strong. Um, and, but I just, he ran a four three. That's why, that's why he was just such a sexy pick. Kyle Pitts was such a sexy pick. And, you know, he had all the measurables, had everything together, the height, the jumping. What they didn't account for is having a, you have to have somebody to get him the ball. You know what I'm saying? So you had to account for that. You know yeah, saying? and there's, there's just there's something there's something to the position that I feel like that the casual fans like aren't just really aren't quite able to quantify, and I'm including us in that group. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's a fifth rounder, third, fourth rounder, third, something, third, third, third rounder. rounder, third. Okay, let's see, Travis Kelsey, third rounder, George Kittle, fifth rounder. Yeah, Mark Andrews, pretty sure he was a third rounder also. No, uh, Second or third. Okay, second or third. Point being, these are the three best tight ends in the league, right? I mean, pretty hands down, like last three seasons, like those are the best tight ends in the league. They can all block. I know Travis Kelsey isn't known, you know, as a blocker, but if you look at, if if you look at some of the advanced, you know, numbers, you you get on, you know, pro football focus and, you know, look at some of the data that they're capturing on, you know, uh, tight end blocking. Uh, Travis Kelsey's a good blocker. He's not elite, but he's a good blocker. Like, yeah. these guys can all block and they can catch passes and nobody was on them in the first round in their drafts. So, I, I don't I don't know how I, as a casual fan, am supposed to just... So, I, so forget, forget casual fans. Let's, if they're not being, if these guys aren't being drafted to the third and fourth round, it looks like the scouts are missing too. You know what I'm saying? The scouts, the scouts are missing everywhere. The scouts yeah, are, and like, like the, the guys, too. all the guys that have been drafted in the first round. I mean, you look, you look at the, the top 10 most productive tight ends the last like two or three seasons. It's like one or maybe two of them were drafted in the first round, like maybe. And that's like, you know, there are some positions that are, difficult to draft and difficult to project you know like i like to think i don't know i say i like to think defensive tackle position like that's not an easy that's not an easy position to to project easier that seems like it's way easier than tight end to me it's just really difficult to know so no but i think i think it's what you said though i think it's what you said i think it's it's the intangible of timing being able to block and suddenness being able to sell a block, get out and catch the catch the ball, right? That's the mix of a tight end. You can't get that. You can't quantify that in numbers. You have to really spend time sorting through game film and find that out. And even sometimes in game film, it doesn't show. You know what I'm saying? Some some people get in the right system and just go bonkers, you know. But you, it's rare that you see it translate from college to to the pros right you see uh the last time i've seen i mean you yeah i think about people like um david thomas and jermichael finley it translated you know what i'm saying they they were dog tight ends and that translated to the pros were was was david thomas uh an all pro i don't think he was one super bowl but he was really good with with the saints jermichael finley was really good until he got hurt you yeah. know he you know he was really good so but in texas he was really good but 
again, Jermichael Finley started out as running back. You know, there, there's, I think there's something to be said with, and, and Travis Kelsey started out at a different position too. I think it's something to be said for tight ends who have that suddenness, that blocking ability, and then the ability to just slip out that timing, to slip out, catch the ball, and get somewhere, to find space. Because Dalton Schultz was great at finding space, but he didn't have suddenness. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. have that. It seems to me, again, this is casual fan, you know, watching the NFL. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a scout, but it seems to me like the, the value. So it seems to me like what tight ends are asked of the good ones, at least is they're running all these option routes, right? It's like, it's not, you know, on this play, you go five yards and then you cut right or you cut left. Like it's not, it's it's not a set and defined, you know, route that they're running on every play. It's go into this area and find find space, right? And if a quarterback, if a quarterback learn like a quarterback, it seems to me like a quarterback needs to see the field in the same way that their tight end does, right? The tight end needs to be good about getting there and finding space, and the corner uh, the court uh, the quarterback needs to see the field in the same way that that tight end does to know what they're about to do. It's like he can go 10 different directions, but I know he's he he and I see the field in the same way and he's about to go exactly where I would go. Like we have the same instinct and feel for where the seams are, where the open space, like where where the vulnerability in the defense is in this just like general area. And I think if tight ends aren't good at that or maybe they are good and the quarterback's not good and the quarterback doesn't have a you know that that same instinct then i think quarterback just doesn't they're not looking for the tight end on third down yeah. right it's like i'm not whenever every time it's third and eight i look for him and he goes somewhere that i'm not expecting him to go or half of the time he goes somewhere i'm not expecting him to go and i'm not going to waste a read you know i've got to go to mr reliable you know in the slot you know, that's where I'm looking. I'm looking for the person who's more reliably going to be open where I'm expecting them to be open. And it seems like Jason Witten was really good at that. And really? Tony Romo, Tony Romo was really good at that as well. And even after Romo left, you know, Dak still seemed to have a little bit of that going on, you know, with Witten. Um, I know it was a really short, really short window there, um, but seemed to have a little bit of that going on with Witten. And then seemed like he, to maybe a lesser extent, kind of had it going on with Dalton. Um, in you know, situationally, and he really you know, obviously, had it going on with Blake Jarwin. Had it going on with Blake? Yeah, he Jarwin. did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. Way. And Jarwin was able. Jarwin was able to get up the seam. I mean, like he's a very athletic. You know, um, he 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 had a more complex you know route tree than a lot of these tight ends. You know that we're talking about. But got to have that special connection with the quarterback. Got to see the fit the field in I the mean, same way. The I love quarterback your point. I'm, I'm thinking about Jay Novakatch. I'm thinking about Novakatch yeah, with. with I call him Novacek. Novacek, we know that. Um, But, you know, I'm thinking about him with Troy Aikman. I mean, you know, you're right. Quarterbacks have a special relationship. Your tight end has the seat of feel like your quarterback. That's really good. That is really good. It's like you look at, you look at like George Kittle. Like everybody knows like George Kittle is like one of the best, like, you know, two, three, four tight ends in the league. But like he didn't blow it up this year. And like, why didn't he? Jimmy Garoppolo was hard for a bunch of the season. Right. You know, he and Garoppolo like have that connection and you think, all right, well, we get another quarterback in. This guy's not having any trouble. Like he's going out and throwing for 250 yards a game. 
And like, you know, he's finding our receivers. Like, why can't he find Kittle? Like, I don't know. I'm not a scout. I can't tell you that. But it seems like the scouts don't really know either because they keep drafting these guys that look great in pads, you know, and then they come into the league and they're just average at best. So that's what yeah. scares me about, you know, I, I'm more inclined to do it if it's like this guy's going to be a great blocker and like there's no – that's scoutable, right? Michael Mayer, I guess, is Mayer, Meyer? Michael Mayer? Michael, Michael Meyer. Meyer. Yeah. Michael Meyer. Um, you know, he's he. I, I'm not saying, hey, let's let's use the 26 pick on him because I don't really feel like he fits what we're trying to do. Uh, on well, excuse me, he would fit very well, but I feel like Ferguson is going to perform in that role serviceably. So I don't think we need to spend a first round pick, you know, doing that. Um, but he's he's a guy. I think like he, he'll be good. I think you know the guy from Georgia. What's his Darnell Darnell Robinson? And 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 to your point, I I don't think. I don't think Mayer is, is um, you know, Mayer is, is better than Jake Ferguson. I think they're the same. I think the only thing, only thing different, he may be faster, but he's not, fa- he's not faster than Peyton Hendershot. So we already have him. If we were going to take a tight end, it would be Darnell Robinson, to your point, because he can block. He's, he's out. Is you have another tackle out there. That's, that's exactly that's- right. You essentially have another tackle out there who can then give you something, give you something extra. Um, you know, maybe even be like a red zone target, you know, um, that, but I mean, I wouldn't spend it. There's no way I'd spend a first round pick on him. Uh, yeah, well, I want I something, mean, somebody who's a little more dynamic in the passing game, but a little, a little more. I mean, you know, he, he went four or five, he's six, seven, everybody's, you know, he got a catch radius on him. You know, I mean, it is what it is, but like I said, he can block. I, I wouldn't be mad if they went for him at 26, but I just don't think that's the way that they, I don't think that's the way the Cowboys are going to cook. I what I will is. say, McKinnon, who's our third, our third string team, he's out of here. I think you know <laughs> we got to get him a bus ticket and uh, send him back to wherever he's from. You know, get him one of them. Replace him with who? Replace him with who? Oh, we're drafting a tight end. That's for sure. That's going to happen. I think we're going to draft one in the later rounds. Um, we'll, we'll get somebody like uh, my guy from Purdue. I got to, I got to remember. I always forget his name. Um, the tight end for Purdue will probably be one of the guys who will get, you know, uh, or even the tight end from Cincinnati. There, there's there's a few out there that in the later rounds you'll get, but I believe they're going to get a tight end. Um, yeah, I, we always figure out a way to draft. Like I, I can't, I can't remember last time we didn't draft a tight end. Seems like we always figure out a way to slip one in, in the fourth or fifth round. Um, but I mean, we lost Dalton, so. You know, Sean McKeon, he was he was he was on the roster as that fourth guy last season, right? And so lost Dalton, lost Dalton. Even if we draft a guy, I still think there's problem. We're going to carry four, right? We'll carry four tight ends and McKeon. Yeah, because I'm sure we're going to run some twelve formation. Yeah, I'm, yeah, running twelve. You They'll definitely run some twelve here and there. Yeah, yeah, sure. you're going to see some tight ends, two tight ends on the field. I know yeah. we're going to run some twelve because I know he wants to run the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, so. I guess I guess my thing is here while we're getting ready to wrap it up, man. I don't see us spending first round equity on uh, a tight end to sit the bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't see before we wrap before we wrap up, I wanna I wanna come back to receivers and I wanna I have a question that I wanna ask you. So yeah. who do you think who of the receivers in this draft? Who would you spend the 26th on? If they're there, who would you say? 
draft that guy. Quentin, right after we, we've said this yep. 30,000 yep. 30, times. Yep. <laughs> Quentin, I'm spending on Quentin. I'm not blinking. Jackson Smith and Juca, I am not blinking. I'm, I'm yep. just, I'm, I'm running to the podium with skates on, trying to hurry and get up. He, 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 he. Yeah. I'm trying to hurry and get to the podium. You know what I'm saying? Just lapping it up. You know, you I wish I could see his face. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting. Um, those, those two for sure, right? If I had to, if I had to stay put, and the only other one I think I'm drafting is is uh, uh, Jalen Hyatt. He's close enough to the fr- first round pick that I'm not reaching. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, man, Rasheed, Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims. You know, Rasheed Rice is another one of those that came for Dallas that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dallas kid, you know, yep. went to, yep. to Northern Hills, I think it was. Yep. Let me make sure. Rasheed Rice, North Richland Hills. He went to North Richland Hills. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm saying, yo, I, I, I can see we can get a receiver of the same kind of substance later, right? Josh Downs, maybe. I like him a lot. But everybody else, Zay Flowers, all them, nah. nah, nah see, I, I, Zay Flowers, that's the so. I'm a definite on Quentin Johnston, and I know I have wavered, you know, on uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, but I'm 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 with you. Like if he's there at 26, like you you gotta you gotta give him his floor. His floor is too high. Interesting number like, on Jackson Smith and Juka. In two in, in 21, uh, the quarterback, and I'm thinking it was in, in 21. I don't know if it was Stroud just yet. I I think it was a. Uh, um, Put me on this. I'm thinking it was Justin Fields in 2021, the Ohio State quarterback. No, I think it was. That. No, no, no. It was a. Uh, it, it was it was Stroud. Stroud's been the what? quarterback there the last two years, and uh, Fields okay. was uh, three years ago. Okay, so the, right. the the really the really big year that the the really big year that JSN had is mm-hmm. on 2021. Yeah, Stroud yeah. Stroud was there. Okay, so get this. When when Stroud targeted him, one forty one point eight. One that's his passer rating. One point eight yeah. was his passer rate. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, to me it's just to me it's just a tools question. Like that's it. Is it's just like one eye? Like it doesn't. I don't know. He he just doesn't have any of the physical tools, but then he goes out there and puts out monster numbers. You know when he when he's on the field. So I guess you gotta. It, it, to me, I, I don't see how a guy like that can't come in and help you this year. So oh, yeah. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can be a number one receiver. No, we uh, don't need him to be. Oh yeah, we definitely don't need him to be. We, we okay. So I'm in. I'm in on Quinn Johnson. I mean, of course. Uh, you know, and JSN at 26, and maybe Zay Flowers. Maybe. Why not John Sam? He's too small, man. He would be like the smallest starting wide receiver in the NFL. And there's like, there's like four guys. Jay Flowers is just a little bigger. There's like four guys that everyone has like first and second round grades on that would like literally be like one of the smallest wide receivers in the NFL. Like if they, it's, I'm just like, what? 
we, we do this every year. You know, it's like some of them, like they end up, it's like Jalen Waddle, like there, there are Jalen Waddles like out there, you know, for sure that like, it makes total sense. But it's like, I don't know. It's like the Josh Downs, Daniel Dell, you know, some of these guys that they're just so small. They're just teeny, teeny tiny. They look like, they look like little high school. They look like little three A high school receivers. You know what I mean? Like they just look so small. And I know they're obviously extremely talented. And somebody's gonna draft them. And at least one or two of them are gonna work out. But like I just look at them and I'm just like, you but are Devontae so Smith small. looks that small. Devonte Smith is tall, but he's frail. Like I mean, mm. boy, frail. Look at I mean, look at his legs. Look like his two picks, man. I mean, for real. You know, I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, how do they not break this boy apart? But he's he's a football player. He's a football player. He may be skinny, but he's a football player, man. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is six foot tall, though. And I mean, these guys. Some of these guys are like five eight, five nine, buck sixty five, buck seventy. I mean, they're little bitty. How how big was Cole Beast? Uh, Colby's is like what, like five nine? But I think I don't think he's like a buck seventy. I think he's closer to like one ninety. Uh, I mean, still small though. Uh, I mean, he was he's five eight, one seventy five. There's just not that many of them. There's not that many. I mean, okay, so and would, I mean, would you would you draft Cole Beasley in the first round? Would you would you draft Cole Beasley in the first round? Like I wouldn't. Even five years ago, you know, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't draft him in the first round i don't know like i guess he's borderline but it's like that's what this looks like when it really works out is cole beasley and i don't want to spend the 26 pick on a guy who could be like this guy could be the next cole beasley <laughs> it's like hey, you remember you remember what it was like watching cole beasley like with the cowboys it was like literally once every single game i was like oh he's dead <laughs> he's, yeah once again, you thought it was a, it was a wrap for him. He, like, he, oh, man, he just died. He he just, we just saw a man get killed on the football field. Like that's what we just watched. Like yeah, it was bad. You're like, I mean, man, good good player, good little player, but yeah, I mean, Wes Welker, all those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like they they were small, but they're able to just kind of get in and get out of those crevices, catch balls. I mean, we'll see. Like, like I said, we'll see. There was a guy that, that got drafted by Arizona last year. He didn't do too bad either from Purdue. He was really, really small. He was a small wide receiver. But he's not, you know, doing too bad in the league in the slot. But I, I just, listen, I feel like if, you know, we got, I, Josh Downs runs really good routes. And if we're talking about getting open, he gets open better than Zay Flowers does. And to me, that's big because I need Dakota to hit people who are wide open in stride. I need that. But the biggest person to me, I think, from Temple, Texas, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Quentin Johnson. That's who I want. Let him slide. Let Quentin Johnson slide. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in my bill. God, let him slide. I, if he slides, it's on. I, I want him. We want, if he's sitting right there, let's get it. So yeah, that's I would. Question. I would take those guys we're talking about in the first round. Like I would consider. I would not consider Josh Downs. We're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Jalen Hyatt. That's one. I would not draft him with the first pick, but because I feel like he would be such a good fit, you know, 
such a good fit in this offense because you just you stick him on the outside and tell him to go, right? I mean, it'll just take the top off of defense. And with CD and Brandon Cooks, you know, running underneath, I mean, that's that's going to open things up for – they're going to open things up for each other. So, uh, Jalen Hyatt, if he, was to, if he was to fall, you know, to the end of the second round – I would definitely, I would definitely uh, snatch him up. And yeah, I mean, some of these other guys, Rasheed Rice, um, you know, Marvin Mims, A.T. Perry, um, you know, these are guys I'd more, you know, think about taking like third, Tillman. third and fourth round. Tillman is there. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me about Tillman, so we're talking Cedric T- uh, Tillman, Tennessee, um, is that his style is like he plays like a big receiver and I know he's not a small guy. I mean, he's, he's got some decent size, but he kind of plays bully ball a little, a little bit. And I don't know if he's got the size for, for that to really work. I don't know how well that's going to work in the NFL because he's going to be playing against bigger guys. And I don't know if uh, I just, I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know how that style like at that size projects in the NFL. So, um, I wouldn't. I. I think. I don't think I'd take him before the fourth round. And I mean, obviously, it's probably not. A lot of these guys were talking about. Hey, I would. You know, he's second round grade. I take him in the third round. You know, he probably probably not going to fall there. But some of these guys will. And that's just. I'm just talking more about. This is where I would be opportunistic and you know snatch some of these guys up. I'd say I'd take Cedric Tillman in the fourth round. Um, Pardon shots. Um, give it to me, Tom. Tom, what you got? Yeah, you know, I don't think I really, I don't think I have much. Um, I kind of worked myself into a frenzy with this draft. Like, I, I'm really, I'm really concerned about. I feel like that there's a lot of guys in this draft that fit our, you know, positions of need. And you know, we talked about it: guard, you know, wide receiver, linebacker, defensive tackle. But I'm a little worried that a lot of these guys are going to be, you know, we're either going to have to reach or. There's just not really going to be – that, that guy's not going to be there anymore. It's like, Steve, you know, Steve Avila. Like, we love him, right? You're not going to spend – you're not going to spend the 26 pick on him, right? And, like, I don't see how he falls to 58. Is it 58? Is that our next – I think it's 58. 58's the next pick. Yeah. Um, I don't see how he falls to 58. Like, I don't see that happening. And so it's just – I'm a little worried that the way that this draft is going to play out is that unless we trade back and pick up, you know, multiple second, third, third rounders, um, that it's going to be a bunch of, oh, you know, that guy that we loved and really wanted, you know, just got, you know, somebody snatched him up five, you know, five picks ahead. So I, uh, I, I hope that we can get a lot of the guys, a lot of these guys that we want, but I'm, I'm a little worried that, that we're not going to be able to, but man, I'm so excited for the draft. So excited. Yeah, so my parting shot is along the same lines. We, we were thinking, I was going to say, Cowboys, if if you're going to hang out to see who's there and then you trade back, make sure you trade back to where we get a 50, uh, a 50 pick and a 70 pick. So we get a 50 and a 70, right, versus trying to – because we already pick at 58. So if you're trading back to if you go 36, that's cool. But you better make sure that we get if we go 36, then we need to get another 70, right? That we need to oh, get yeah, sure. something, something like yeah. that. So yep. that we get in between 58 and 90. Those are our picks, right? 
I wouldn't be opposed to packaging and trading up. You mean be trading pack- back? You mean trading down, or you saw you just, you're really you're talking about trading up in the first in the in the first round? Wouldn't be opposed to packaging and trading up. What kind of and, who who are you looking at? So is this like uh, we Quinn Johnston like Quinn Johnson or Bajan Robinson? Bajan, yeah, either or. either. Or. Yeah, I've I've about got myself talked into if Bajan is there at twenty six. Like I just don't see how you can let him. Yeah, I mean you can let him drop if if, if you can package and trade up. You know what I'm saying? Because we we got some trade bait. Jordan Lewis, he's there. That's trade bait. You know what I'm saying? Jordan Lewis and and uh, our first round pick and and like a later round pick. That's trade bait. We got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would do it. So my pardon shot, my, my pardon shot here at this point, this moment, Cowboys, don't reach. Don't, don't reach. Yep. Don't reach for somebody. If 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 our if our guy's not there, if he gets taken early, start entertaining dinner party. You know what I'm saying? Start entertaining trade trade partner. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because you know if if Quentin and Bajan are gone, or you look like it look like they're gonna be gone, trade back or trade up. Let's get out of that spot so that that and get get some stuff that we can use. Because even if even if we fall back, the middle of the pack is concentrated with talent. So we would do ourselves good by just, you know, getting in there, making it happen, shaking it up. We could get in there, get us a Marvin Mims, you know, uh, mess around and get us a, a, a Ica and still get a Steve Avila and still get a Roshan Johnson or get the running back from Pittsburgh or even get a, uh, I don't know if Jameer would be still there, but I'm just saying. We, we can still, there's talent that, that's to be had in those positions, right? It's talent. I just don't want us reaching. Please don't reach with 26. Don't reach. Yep. I mean, uh, it, it, even if we stayed and went BPA, don't let it be a reach. Yep. Don't don't let it be a reach. And that, that's all I have, man. But make sure that you lock in with us, man, here at the FFSN Sports Network uh, with the Cowboys Global Cast. We are DC for L for myself and for time. We gonna holla at you later. Peace.